Thank you for tuning in and listening. We are delighted to welcome you to the podcast of Fiona Arrigo, founder of the award-winning The Arrigo Programme and A Place to Heal. Fiona Arrigo is one of the foremost internationally acclaimed intuitive healers, a biodynamic psychotherapist, mentor and life teacher, and is acknowledged as a leader in her field. The theme in this episode of Sunday Sanctuary is Meeting the Changes, where Fiona reflects on being safe, the development into the power of love, and asking, what are we contributing in our day-to-day lives in these changing times? Welcome back to Sunday Sanctuary, meeting the changes, being safe, our development into the power of love, and what we are all individually contributing in our day-to-day lives for these times. Let's begin with gratitude. We have water to drink, food to eat, our clouds in the sky, our feet on our earth, clothes to wear, heating in our homes, all the things that we can be grateful for. And for gratitude to each other in this moment and really deep gratitude for yourself. Just take a breath here to really feel into this space of gratitude. I always light a candle to represent the work we are going to do. So I'll just do that now. I have been so looking forward to seeing you all again. It's been two months since we last got together. And I always like to see how the energies are going to flow from the Chinese New Year, which was just a couple of days ago, where I feel the energies are just beginning to take shape for the year. And I'd like to welcome all the newcomers, a lot of new faces here to our tribe. And just to say for those that haven't worked with me before, I'm simply sharing my observations. This is not the word. It is for us all at this time, now more than ever, to find out what is true for you. But my hope and sincerity is that this will be a supportive time for us to be together. And I am painting a picture. It's not so much about accuracy. And hopefully, this will be supportive for you. Sunday Sanctuary is about coming together, caring for each other, supporting each other, and really to help us all together to anchor the changes, to keep our arrows, our intentions clear and strong as we journey through these times of great, great change and COVID-19. And the end of things, so many things, as we have known them. 
to notice together that a new world order is being born. We are it and it is us and the part we play and our contribution to this. So I'll speak for about 30 minutes and then open it up for anybody who wants to speak or share, bring a contribution, bring thoughts, bring any issues that you may feel you need support in. And if we have time at the end, I will, bring, I will make um, a short meditation. And we will be stopping as we move through to consciously take a breath together. So I'm not just talking, talking, talking at you, but a chance for us to stop, to breathe, to assimilate, and for me <laughs> to have a glass of water. So let's take a breath as we welcome each other to this part of our morning together. It cannot be stressed enough that we are building together. And even though the old ways are all around us, keeping our collaborate hearts strong is key, key for these times. Everything we are looking at in a world, a collective, that has been so out of balance with nature, its rhythms, its cycles, life, greed, loss of respect, loss of reverence, loss of care for each other, loss of care for the planet. And now here we find ourselves as a result of all this, in this great, great undoing. It's strong for sure, and it's tough. But I believe within all this, we are being called to hugely step up, take another giant leap, and we are in a call for action. And this will continue. This isn't just one moment. This is an entire process that is going to take a long time as we continue to make this journey. We are being called to step up and will be continually called to step up and let go and respond in our own ways to a call for action. We are getting cracked in half because our understanding of how life has worked has often been so small and in a way we have been kept so tiny. We've been divided and conquered, cut and pasted. Decisions have been made for us about what type of person can have power or not have power, that animals don't have any consciousness, that nature doesn't have any consciousness. This kind of thinking is now getting dissolved. And there is a much, much 
bigger birth happening. And we are right in it. We are dancing astrologically between so many huge configurations, but particularly the relationship between expansion, Jupiter in Aquarius, and constriction, Saturn in Aquarius, as we enter into the birth of the age of Aquarius. Both these are on the menu. Expansion, possibility, and restriction, masks, not being able to leave the house, Saturn. So as today is Valentine's Day, I want to start with this very important consideration that we are radically shifting from the love of power to the power of love. From the love of power, let's just consider that, to the power of love. Let's drink that in and really think about this for a minute. And what does this mean? And take a breath. Love as an intelligence, not as a sentimentality, is the increasing dimensional shift that we need to be honing in on. When we truly understand the power of love, there is no such thing as shortage. It is a different way to live and feel and be, a different stream of living. It's an intelligence. And in the past, we've been living from concretization, uh, a locking in of matter and thought. And now, through all these shifts and changes, we are being offered, because it's here, an understanding to work more within a fifth dimensional stream of awareness. Trusting love, which is not emotional, and its capacity to transform us. Each of us is being invited to live in a new way and to deepen our choices and our courage. I know it's strong right now, and we may also feel with all this constriction, very challenged in ourselves, our work, and our personal relationships. The love of power is the destructive force that we are coming out of as a collective. We are learning to care, become conscious, and most importantly, to empower one another, to think about the other, to think about nature, to think about our trees, our plants, our position within all this together, a new way of living together. When we direct our energy to support the care of others, we will move beyond the limits of ourselves and our smaller selves. Take a breath. 
let things settle. You don't have to take this on. Just find what is true for you as possibility. One of the other very important aspects that I really want to stress is safety. And what does that mean in these, in these times when our whole planetary brain is in a state of upset? How do we make the connection to safety? And absolutely 100% we have to take accountability and responsibility to soothe and calm ourselves and keep building emotional resilience, which is built on a deep sense of self-trust and coming into our own center time and time again. It is about daily housekeeping and checking in to see how you are and what you are giving out and from what state are you living and what are you agreeing to. So we need to keep as much time as we can. We talked a lot about this last year. Establishing the deepening interrelationship for yourself, for your own roots, which will keep you balanced in all this collective noise that is going around and you keep returning to yourselves. You are your safe harbor. Other tribe helps, community is hugely supportive, but if we can bring our safe harbors to each other, how quickly will we start to transform this? In the past, the old paradigm has kept us out of our bodies and at the mercy of every emotion, every sensation, every response, every trigger, every desire, every gratification, feed, 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 taking us away from ourselves. So the prayer of today is returning to the self asking us all to come into ourselves and to build inner trust, as I said, inner resilience and inner relationship. Our brains have been responsive in two primary reactive styles. Um, the fear of, of when we're threatened and when we feel unsafe. So our brains respond if we are threatened concerned, worried about livelihood survival. This pushes us into fight and flight, which you all know about, or it pushes us into give up, submit, freeze and shut down. And what we're trying to do on our evolutionary journey is find a different way of being that is not fight, flight, freeze, shut down so that we come out of and away even though the reptilian brain is part of survival and the limbic brain we're really trying as we evolve to hang out in the neocortex 
where we are um, fostering and cultivating different thought streams that calm the systems down. And it's continuously looking at, are we safe or are we perceiving danger? And how can we come into this state in a way many of us call neutrality, which is not non-responsiveness, but it's coming from a place where we can be calm and in peace and in self-knowing. So we feel safe in the harbor of ourselves. And so the cultivation of as much inner peace, space for you in your day, please drink that medicine. You need, this is the new currency. You need space, you need expansion, you need meditation to set your day off, you need walking in nature, you need laughing with your friends, laughter, laughter, laughter is the medicine of love. Being with your children, cultivating joy and slowing down. This, All these things that you know that we're talking about and repeating and repeating and repeating so we can get into that stream of consciousness together because it is here and it is present. But it's not if we are in fight, flight, fear, freeze, listening to the chaos. The chaos will destabilize us. So our evolutionary journey is not about denial. We are going to feel, we need to feel. And for sure, we need to be in, in contact with our shadows because this is how we transform. This is not about a denial consciousness. But it is about the support to get to, to higher ground, raising our thought field and experiences and being responsible in our housekeeping for this in our day. As I said, it's about learning to build this steadiness, self-regulation. It's not about being off with the fairies, being ungrounded, being a space cadet, being in la-la. That's the last place you need to be. You need to be here in our bodies with our feet on the ground. Supra-present. And so the, the more we expand, the more we cultivate, the more we are able to hold of life, all of it. It's negative and it's positive. So it's strengthening, cultivating, strengthening, cultivating as much in your lives as you can of beauty, creativity, kindness, care, compassion, openness, free thought, super important, what is right and truthful for you, and really being in nature. These trees and these teacher plants have so much wisdom that they want to give to us. So take a breath. And just notice how you can really take care of yourself to come out of startle, fight, flight, freeze, and come into this place where you can find 
daily, minute by minute, your own connection to feeling safe and connected. This is the medicine for now. And this, beloveds, will strengthen and support your immune system. Being scared, being in fear, weakens the immune system, as we know. So this is time to upgrade, to rest, to restore, to reset. And I feel personally, this is our, our personal responsibility to the collective. The more grounded, spacious, anchored we are, the more we settle the world around us, the more our energy affects the whole. This is the Aquarian way, how we come into relationship with everything through our own sense of being and not giving our energy away the more we establish our own sense of being, the more we connect to our own sense of being, the more we will be effective in the world. We have to learn not to spin out. And as I said, to laugh, this is, this is serious matter, but it's also light matter. There is, I feel at this moment in time, so much hope for us, so much creativity, so much possibility. And I often see like a, a dragon of kindness surfing in between all this stuff that's breaking away and bringing such intentionality of all these values that I'm talking about this morning and you know. And imagine if a critical mass of us are being led by our deepest wisdom, if a critical mass of us is being led by our deepest wisdom, our deepest inner trust, our deepest inner safety, how this could lead us all together as a collective into higher ground. And don't bother going out saying, looking at our politicians, bless them, and looking at the world of finance, bless them, and look at the world of pharmaceuticals, bless them. Don't even waste your energy going there because you don't want to have the energy of criticism, judgment. You want to have the energy of discernment, which I've talked about so much last year, to know what is right and wrong for you. But don't waste energy being pulled into what is right and wrong because it will deplete you. The minute you switch channels and start looking at something else, whatever you're looking at will affect your energy. And just know that we are coming into this generation, this beautiful generation, together. This is not the age of a guru. Together, we are the ones that we are waiting for. Together, we become planetary caretakers in everything that we're doing. Together, we learn to care for each other. Together, we learn to care for ourselves so we can be so um, available for another. This old model of self-gain is going. 
and this new model of gaining a self so we can contribute to this place, to the world. So switching from self-gain to gaining of the self, to be able to share the fruits, the wisdoms, the hopes, the beauties, the creativity, the imaginations. A whole new world is here for us. But as you have heard me say last year, we are going through this planetary birth canal. And for all us mothers who know this place, where the midwife grabs us and tells us to breathe and push <laughs> and to breathe again and to push. And then there's that moment in transition where we feel like we're dying and we just can't do it. And in that moment, sometimes we feel a fear or a doubt. We just can't. And then we're encouraged and we go again. So I believe that's such a wonderful analogy for the human race in this massive transition. And that we are in this labor of birthing. And the birth, <laughs> in this case, is a long birth. This isn't a 14-hour labor, as in my case, twice, or a seven-hour labor, or a four-hour labor, or a three-day labor for some. This is a long, long labor, and we need this resilience, and that all of us has a collective role to play in this labor. So if we anchor ourselves in the new now love, and we keep coming to that place when for sure there will be moments where we feel like we are dying. And yet, it's in that precise moment, if we look, we can see that we are in the transition. That we're beginning to see glimpses, just little glimpses that are huge, actually. But they're going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, whether we like it or not. Where we're playing in this field or we're not playing, this is going to get bigger of what is wanting to be born. Take a breath. So just to notice the shift that you feel wherever you see it, maybe keep a journal. You know how we used to keep the um, gratitude journals. Maybe we keep a journal of the shifts that we're noticing in our day. This could be a whole new journal. The shifts we notice in our day in ourselves, in our community, in the world. Look for it, because it's here in our homes, our communities, our hearts. It's a kind of surge that is coming, inviting us to show up to our inner work. How am I gonna show up time and time again? Forget, feel bad about myself, feel I'm nothing, feel I haven't done it right, call a friend, get up again every time we get up and re-aim our arrows into the collective, the arrows of our heart, we get up stronger. And the message is that all of us are going to do it together. 
This is what I call meeting the changes, responding to love, setting our sails, knowing our inner knowing, living our own ways of truth, creating peacefulness and following intuition. And we need each other, we need community. We need our soul groups, our soul friends to come together in a unified way to support each other. And this is not to deny all the issues that are going on from this, the difficulties, the isolation, the loneliness. You know, we're human, we're, we're tribal, we want to connect. And I'm sure, like many of you know, that there will be additional, we know what's going on in mental health, long-term effects, especially on our darling young the closing of their worlds, the bars, the restaurants, the parks, their clubs, social activities. There is so much alienation, so much disturbance, so much anger, holidays being restricted, not being able to move. This is the, the Saturn part in Aquarius, restriction. All that is there and I will never deny that. In my one-to-one -one practice, I'm working with this every day with people. But within all this, I urge us to look at what is being born. Looking at the bud that is bursting through. Looking at the new way of becoming. Understanding that we are coming into a time of heightened creativity, potential, a new thrust into our mental bodies. This is not our brain, it's not our minds. It's a higher resource and a new way of being. For sure, COVID is very near to us. My own daughter got COVID, my best friend got COVID. I know many others that have had it and it's close to us. And I'm deeply sorry in this community if you've been sick, or if a loved one has been ill, or indeed if friends of yours or family has passed, I'm truly sorry. But again, I want to say that we are in the tide of change and for change to happen, something was gonna go down. And what has gone down is COVID-19. The blocks of separation and the old ways of living are being dismantled. And the new world is calling deeply from our hearts for a new set of values. And again, we are learning that you are part of me and you are the next one that I meet as part of me that I don't even know yet. We are all part of the same thing. So we need everyone, myself most included, to keep looking at what stories we are willing to let die in order for new possibilities to be born. And the accountability, the, the accountability journal of what we are letting go of. And right now as well, right on time, right on cue, <laughs> in comes the metal ox, right on time for us. 
And this will be bringing, bringing another energy into us that we can really um, get nourished from because the ox itself is slower, reliable, dependable, grounded, is a builder, has resilience, the capacity through labor, the ox will help us to keep going and to keep going. It's not the fast speed of the metal rat last, last year. So the metal ox offers us the strength to build on power and purpose with diligence, uh, dependability, patience, determination, and, and how we can bring this solidness, this intelligence into our body and bringing this stamina to keep going through this strong, strong birth canal. The ox is also going to help us with our leadership qualities. You know, the ox just steadies and pulls and leans, leans on. And also within, you know, there's a simplicity and a structure, a strong structure. And also with this metal ele element, um, which is still very much about grief and letting go and releasing, releasing, releasing. But perhaps the most important thing to say within all this is the only work that will ultimately bring any good to any of us is the work in contributing to the healing of our world. This is not an era of building huge fortunes and piling things up and storing things. The shift in focus needs to be for all of us is how do we contribute to the healing of the world? And we are here for reason, born for these times, I believe, to contribute to a more beautiful world and coming out of selfishness, singularity, and dreaming, reimagining together. So we meet today on Valentine's Day in this Aquarian new world with the coming of the ox, 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 <laughs> chop. <laughs> And we are amongst so many energy patterns and frequencies, as well as everything that's going on here. So be kind to yourself. And sometimes it is hard to find our way through, which is why all these incredible events, this is a blessing, all the events that we can go to right now online with extraordinary communities and teachers coming together so that we forge our way through out of these old patterns of old densities and watch this new structure, this new birth. And some of us may feel light and inspired and others may feel scared, fearful, trapped, angry. It's okay, we're releasing, we're releasing. Trust, please trust that you are okay in yourself. We are in a planet of incredible diversity and no one is wrong here. But how are we rising up to meet these changes? 
So my work, my belief is that we become heart-based creatures, that we inhabit, learn to inhabit the heart, which is a stronger field than the brain. So we learn to come more from the heart. And we allow the heart and intuition to inform the mind and how to connect from that place. It's a kind of departure from this old world of having to know everything. Jacques, I was listening to yesterday saying something about we're giving up the need to be right all the time. We simply don't have to be right all the time. It's such a strain and it's such a stress. You can let that one go. That's actually a huge relief and release. The brain, you know, which is always analytical, problem solving, worried, restless. The, the heart and the intuitive is more porous, like a, brings a, a steadiness, a, a, a connection, a warmth. So we are deepening here as peoples, I hope, to come into a heart space. Caroline Mice said something which I um, talked about months ago in Sunday Sanctuary, but I want to repeat it because I think it's so relevant. And she said that all life breathes together. We are the engines of change. We are in this journey of life together. Everything Buddha taught us is, is that we are one system. And this is heightened by the significance of how we treat each other. We can no longer, or we are beginning to understand that we can no longer treat each other as though we are not the same person as we are. What I do to one, I do to all. What I do to one, I do to all. This is Aquarian responsibility. When you look at your own body, how have you treated yourself as a micro-earth? Aquarian responsibility. How you understand nature and what happens to one cell is communicated in the whole fabric of life. What is one is whole. We are an interconnected system of life. And this is how it's always being, except somehow we radically turned our attention to breed, divide, conquer, separation, controlling through fear, controlling through dominance. Well, take a breath. We can go in two ways. Actually, we can go in a multiple of ways. But for this conversation, we either go down the route of compliance and agreement with the old, or we resource energy. Sorry, I'm just seeing if anybody's taping me. Often people are calling me there to saying you're going on for too long. But anyway, sorry. So we either, <laughs> we either go down the route of compliance or and everything we've been told, or we dig deep into our personal visions and create a new truth for you and a new way thus to be. 
and the time of acting small is over. And all of us, according to the alignments that we're aligning to, are being cleared of our limiting beliefs. We are evolving. The whole show is evolving. We can be part of it. We can watch it as much as we can watch destruction. Our gifts, our powers, and our wholeness are pulling us forward. So in our days, it's super important not to get stagnant, not to implode, to keep moving your energy creatively, playfully, emotionally, move your energy as much as you can. I loved what Emma Cannon wrote the other day when she said, um, keep strong in your own inner beliefs and choices. You choose how you perceive your reality. You choose where you see, where you matter, where you, what you live and what you share. Stay grounded and centered in peace as much as you can, holding neutrality. Visualize what you want to see in your life and in the world. Get crystal clear on how it feels and how it looks for you. You, 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 you see the dream. You take action then on making that dream your reality. You love yourself deeply, devotedly through it all. Love yourself deeply and devotedly through it all. This is so important. Fill yourself up. You are key. You build trust in yourself. And we are made for these times. And to trust that in this next dimension, just beside us, we do have everything we need. Even though the outside world is saying, no, grab on, hold, attach, don't let go, be in the drama, be in the fear. That's a feeding mechanism. Laurie Ladd said, really cleverly, she spoke about us being on a field, that every human being is on a field. Every single human being has a frequency that pulsates out from our bodies. And this frequency is part of the entire human collective. So every human body standing on the field together in one unified field of consciousness creates a frequency for the entire human collective. This is knowing, this is self-esteem for the new, knowing this, that we are creating a frequency within ourselves. We matter for the whole human collective. That you are sovereign, we are becoming sovereign. You have your own ways, your own beliefs, your own truths. This is absolutely the Aquarian way. You have your own thoughts, um, behaviors, which part contributes and participates into this whole collective. So again, whatever you are thinking, doing, feeling is a frequency that is pulsating for your, from your body and it plays a role in the collective. All our thoughts, all our agreements contributes to this one unified field that the human 
um, collective is shifting. The more we come together to think and feel and be differently, we are shifting this old matrix. This is where our power lies. Often we can't get up on voices, on boxes, or run huge companies to bring change or be a, a public leader. But this needlework is the importance, I believe, to know that your life and everything you do as one unified field to the collective, to the human collective, shifts as we thread together. Our bodies are doing the work. We are constantly alchemicalizing and digesting consciousness. And our original design is not to struggle and being in pain. And as we keep going through these birth canals or the birth canal and leave behind victimhood, fear, so much trauma wrapped into this blessed planet, so much shock. And as we enter and keep stepping up and releasing and digesting consciousness, a bit like those Pokemon. <laughs> Do you remember all of us that have children that came in and gobbled everything up? We pour the energy of love and joy and peace into our own inner lives. And we amplify good intentions and this assists so hugely in these times. This is our service to each other, to ourselves, to our beloved planet. And this message is coming through. There's a primordial wisdom, whether it be the serpent power or the dragon lines that are being lit up on our planet Earth grid and inside ourselves for sure. We are evolving. And we are being dismantled. And I do not personally believe that, that we have to be loud, that we have to riot, that we have to cause disturbance. We've talked about this many, many times. But we do have to claim back our own minds and our own understanding about what is your truth. And to look at ourselves to see if we're carrying frequencies of anger, judgment, control, greed, they're gonna be in us. We don't have to kill ourselves because we're carrying these things. We're gonna carry them as part of our 3D experience. And then we're making choices throughout our day. We are in our evolution, as you've heard so many times me say and so many others say. We are not in revolution. We are in evolution, aligning, pushing yourself. You have to push just a little to get to the next part and the next part and the next part. And your sovereignty is calling for your truth. It's so important. Please don't get into the rebel rising. It's not going to help. Don't blame, don't criticize, don't tear other people down, any of them. 
Leave them to get on with it and stay neutral. Do not waste your life energy grumbling, complaining, judging, tearing people down, responding from fear, getting into little hives of, oh, nobody's doing it right and what are we going to do? Be discerning and know what is right and what not to do, but don't go into those sorts of clusters. That's not going to lift these fields. We do not want to be in the energy of opposition. Please remember this. We do. This is not the new way to be in the energy of opposition. Ignorance and chaos of the old wants us to fight and wants us to disagree. Please let's step up and out and away from that. Let's not get into fight. Let's not get into flight. Let's stay with our own energy of what we know is right. And as I've said, as we get into these new consciousness more and more, we will begin to be talking much more about the we than the I. We keep removing ourselves from chaos and fear to find ways to generate more heart, more love, more light, more vision, more creativity, more playfulness, more joy. Stay away from chaos. In times of chaos, we are at our most vulnerable to be sunk back into it. And this will activate all the reptilian um, survival mechanisms, fear, fight, flight, freeze. So we need to keep soothing and finding inner safety and to drop and seek the quietness of our souls to drop and seek the silence and the quietness of our souls. So the division and separation is an illusion of old that has camouflaged and put us to sleep and has been the almighty distraction that is coming down. We are all one people. We are interconnected to all streams of consciousness and we come back in time to the possibility of the holy of the holy. So take a breath. Thank you for listening to me. I know it's tough, but it's also so beautiful. And if we could come together as often as we can to paint the tapestry of the heart, the Edenic states of consciousness, where beauty and compassion and love is written into our DNA and it has always been here. We've just been smashed and divided into a world that can no longer serve us. So take a breath. So then let's just come back to settle into ourselves and just, you know, be um, nourished by all the contributions that we've heard this morning. And um, just to, Ah, yeah, just to reiterate that all these recordings will be back um, available again 
at the end, towards the middle of next week on Spotify, YouTube, or A Place to Heal Resources. Just to consider that we may live a perfectly ordinary life in the world, but our interior life is anything but ordinary. And it's so full of richness. So really thanking you for turning up. I hope this was supportive. Thank you, Jacques. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Margita, for holding all this techno world, which I so don't understand. Thank you. Thank you, Faraz. Thank you, Zander. Thank you all. And I wish you a really beautiful, beautiful day of love where we keep entering into the stream of birthing our world into love and unity and all that is being created for us right now. So if we just want to close by putting both our hands over our hearts, just push slightly against your chest so maybe you can feel the rhythm of your heart space. Feel the rhythm of this pulse, this strong, personal, but also universal heartbeat that guides us. And allow the heart as you feel it just to carry its nutrition, to bless your body and to bless your thoughts. And in the moment that we join in the heart, let us illuminate the heart, like see the heart shining strong out into the collective from a place of compassion, understanding, loving awareness, instead of anger or rage or fear or having to be right. Let the heart relax, let you relax. Let us soften, let us let go. And in this moment, in this group, in this tribe, let us feel our connection to each other one magical pulsating heartbeat. Let us take what is good in our life and use it to help others. And let us cultivate today on Valentine's Day, the wisdom of the heart and allowing that to settle us and drink us in so that we may feel safe within ourselves, sovereign within ourselves, connected to our own alignments in ourselves, having deep relationship with ourselves. May we settle, be still, be silent and make room for ourselves. This is such a huge 
a yet simple task to really make room for yourself between the tensions and the rigidities and the holdings. And really welcoming yourself in as many minutes of the day as you can. Welcoming yourself home back to you. Grounded, earthed, present in all of you that the heart can carry and digest. It's so powerful. You can bring your shadows to the altar of the heart. The heart can carry and digest and process life so powerfully. Just feel the energy of each other. Feel the communion of this day, of these last two hours. Feel the willingness to turn up, the willingness to respond, the willingness to come, happy, sad, tired, across the world in different times. All this is the greatness of these moments where we can really come together to nourish. Let us not take anything for granted. We are tender as we are growing and we are all turning up in the ways that we can turn up. Just allowing yourselves to soften into that richness. Carry your own strong hearts forward. You are the agents of change. You have everything you need for this moment. Everything we need to be able to transform. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you enjoyed this episode, please do comment, like, subscribe and share so that we can collectively assist more people in these times. Please ensure that you are on our mailing list via www.theoregoprogram.com to stay connected and informed for future Sunday Sanctuary announcements. Be well and look after yourself. Sending you our blessings. Goodbye for now.